This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she wants to see coronavirus relief move along with a government funding bill before the end of the year. The sooner the better, but not at the expense of the initiatives that we need to address in the bills. Pelosi tells reporters negotiations are ongoing on both subjects with the hope of avoiding the need for a stopgap funding bill and instead being able to fund the government for the rest of the fiscal year. You know, we're not going to have a continuing resolution, but we need to take the time to do that. And then, as I said, we saw a framework. They're putting, now they have to turn it into text. And then, so we'll take the time we need and we must get it done. And we must get it done by uh, this before we leave. We cannot leave without it. Earlier this year, Pelosi backed legislation that would have topped $3 trillion, but is now backing a bipartisan Senate package that comes in at around $908 billion. But she defended that change of heart today. That was not a mistake. It was a decision, and it has taken us to a place where we can do the right thing without other, shall we say, considerations in the legislation that we don't want. She says between the election of Joe Biden and the development of coronavirus vaccines, the needs have changed. Republicans have pushed back against the demands of she and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, saying their requests were unrelated to the coronavirus. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more on the coronavirus relief and government funding situations as they continue to develop. Four men who chaired the House Ag Committee sat down today to discuss the panel's 200-year history, and two in particular are a little concerned about its future. Current committee chair Colin Peterson, a Democrat from Minnesota, expects his party to have trouble filling its roster in the future. You know, it's going to be a challenge, and I think on our side of the aisle, I think they're going to have a difficult time finding enough members to serve. You know, that's going to be an issue, and it just shows you the changing of America. You know, it's become more urban, more suburban, less rural, and it's it's um, makes this committee a real challenge. Texas Republican Mike Conaway is the committee's ranking member. He says the party split of Capitol Hill in the new Congress is also a factor. And we don't know what the ratios will be until probably January, but if it goes a strict numerical system, it's, uh, you know, 51-49. So it'd be 24-22 in our committee. And so all that's, that's going to be a tough job as chairman. Finally today, an ag industry leader expects good relationships with Peterson's and Conaway's replacements. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. The nation's top farm organization stands ready and willing to work with the incoming new leaders of the House Agriculture Committee. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall, while thanking outgoing Chairman Colin Peterson for his work, is glad to have a fellow Georgian, Representative David Scott, lead the committee. He's been involved in, in, in the House Ag Committee for years. I think he comes with the knowledge to do a tremendous job. And what I really admire about Congressman Scott is he's willing to reach a call across party lines to find common ground, to find solutions. And, you know, in agriculture policy, that's where we find most of the common ground in Congress. Scott and Republican Congressman G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania were elected last night. Thompson replaces retiring ranking member Mike Conaway of Texas. Also a good friend of mine, just like Congressman Scott. I think he'll do a tremendous job with his background in agriculture, his family's background in agriculture. So we're really excited about those two. And then on the Senate side, I know it remains to be seen, but whoever 
uh, gets that position, we're committed to work with them to make sure that our farmers and ranchers and their communities thrive in the future. Duvall also says Farm Bureau is working hard to develop key relationships with the incoming Biden administration so farmers can be more sustainable in the future. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.